Welcome, folks, to episode 63 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy. A.K.A. Big Fat Juicy Kebab. (laughs) I know the reason why that's your A.K.A. That's because I've just eaten a Big Fat Juicy Kebab. Yeah, nothing more complicated. Sometimes simple is beautiful. It is. I like that intro as well. Really upbeat. I loved it. Thanks. Yeah, uh, it's all it's all down here from there, there folks. That was every, that took everything I had. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the weather or the kind of January wintry, dark, dingy thing that's going on. But the commute to and from work this last week has been painful, horrifically painful. Everyone um, gets in their cars, isn't it? Yeah, I think that. I think you're right, man. I think it's like all the people who might normally get the train are like, "Oh, I ain't waiting on a platform this morning." You know what I mean? Forget that. I'm going to use the car today uh, or something. I don't know. And it's just been chaos. So I'm a bit drained. So that took everything I had to do that intro. So I uh, thank you for the feedback. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's basically all you're getting. Cool. Should we end it there? Yeah. Okay, then, folks. So as all things must. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how you doing my man you okay i'm good i'm very good how are you yeah i'm all right other than you know a little bit of tiredness but i'm doing okay i'm doing okay i've had a busy old week both in work and on dice masters you have indeed mm, i have so there there there'll be lots going on at the moment there'll be a little bit going on yeah a little bit not a lot lot lots for others not so much for us um, i hope everyone in the americas is enjoying their travel in is it in water deep or under water deep or great question around, answers on a postcard folks let's know yeah yeah you yanks enjoying that i bet yeah yeah they will be enjoying it so uh, water deep is out in north america we are yet to see it over here in europe uh, there's been a few people asking around on on the facebooks and whatnot about the european release date uh, but i thought if i hit you all at once right now rather than posting the same post over and over again that might be a good idea because I emailed my guy over at Asmodee, uh, the marketing and PR guy that, that we uh, that we sometimes work with, <laughs> rather infrequently. <laughs> um, when it suits. As- sorry. When it suits him. Uh, yeah, most most definitely, most definitely when it suits him. But in any case, I emailed him just saying, Have "You got any news on when the Troubling Water Deep's coming out?" I know that the North American date's creeping up. Da, 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 da. This was uh, around Christmas time. I think I mentioned on the last episode that I sent in the email. Well, he's back off yeah. his holiday. He finally got back to. Oh, I've got a nice time. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, he he wished me a happy new year. He asked if I'd had a great Christmas break, and then he went on to tell me. Yes. Uh, well, yes. there was some other fluff, but then he went on to yes. tell me. We don't have anything new to report. <sighs> Unfortunately, we're yet to receive our stock of this, and it doesn't look like it will be with us before the end of the month either, I'm afraid. Sorry I couldn't offer you more positive news to start the year. What a Well, I don't yeah, I don't th- I don't think it's I don't think it's him. I think it's his fault. He's sat on a stack of them. Yeah. Although you saw my message, Cleggy's been up to his old tricks importing it. As he off of his skiff. Yeah, I tell you what, sh- shipping, right? I, don't, I know. So some of you folks will know that I sent some Christmas presents over to the folks over at CR Game Room, in addition to the wooden spoon that I owed Ryan. But the, the US Postal Service, when I post something from here, it takes literally weeks upon weeks upon weeks to arrive in the US. But then if if someone posts me something from the US, I get it in like four or five days. How weird? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, although you know, obviously we are a much smaller company country comparably but 
in any case, Cleggy's been up to his old tricks. He's early imported it. He can't wait. Um, That's cost a bomb. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. A couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't know. I'll just sit and wait. But more importantly, yeah, that's that's the word from Asmodee. So not even a, a, a an official date. And I keep I keep having a quick peek on their on their new release sheet, and it ain't there. So, uh, we'll get it soon enough. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But if you are if you are listening in Europe, and you were thinking, oh, I might make a Facebook post and see if anyone's got a release date for the United Kingdom in Europe. Uh, we don't we don't yeah or certainly i don't and those of you who've been private messaging me as well uh, i will reiterate as i've said many times before please 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 don't overestimate <laughs> how in the loop i am on anything at all i don't i don't work for WizKids. i'm not affiliated with WizKids. i don't work for asmodee i'm not affiliated with asmodee i'm just a persistent and tenacious pest see no one ever private messages me about it they must have clocked that I haven't got a clue. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Quite early doors. Sorry, mate. Yeah, it's, it's me. They ping the messages over to. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a little bit of something that's happened in the last two weeks. North America have received their troubling water deeps. So, I hope you're enjoying your new cards, folks, and coming up with many and varied interesting new team builds. Playing with the gold catcher. Ugh. If only there was some kind of information about how to counter that. Mm. Well, on that, on that subject, actually, Andy. I'm glad that you. Oh, yes. I'm glad that you mentioned it because uh, I'll tell you what, something else I've been up to. I've kind of jumped in a weird way into our what have you been up to the last two weeks. I haven't done it as normal. I've just realised it's working. Keep going with the flow. All right, I keep going with the flow. Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, you mentioned that, Andy, because actually there is somewhere you can find some information about countering the god catcher. Is there? Yeah, we, we've been talking about our YouTube channel and, and that traditionally, up until recently has mostly been where we've done live streams and posted our, our game recordings, you know, when we've been playing online tournaments or sharing our casual matches. But this year, new year, new content and all that, as promised in the last episode, or did we say it in the episode before Christmas? Last episode it was, I think. But, yeah, uh, okay, maybe last episode. Uh, maybe, I, I trust maybe you on this. You pay, you pay a bit more attention to the re-listens. I've started a new video series on our YouTube channel. Ooh, tell us more. Yeah, it's called Having a Brew. That's a good name. Yeah, uh, where did that come from, I wonder? I name stuff. That's my contribution. (laughs) In fact, isn't that what I messaged you? So another fine collaborative contribution. (laughs) Well, in any case, it's called having a brew. Uh, The idea is that we'll be expanding a little bit of what we put out on the YouTube channel to include content above and beyond the gameplay videos the first one went out two weeks ago which was on the subject of my european championship iceman team and how i brewed it hence the title having a brew and the second video that has gone out uh, just last week was on the subject of countering the god catcher having to think about some ideas that i've been knocking around in preparation for when that new hot card that everyone's looking at comes down the pipeline so uh, i'd really love it if you folks are able to hop on over and take a look at the videos uh, keen to know get some feedback if it's the type of thing that you'd like to see on the channel if this sort of new content is up your street and of interest uh, we've gone up in subscribers as well mate oh 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 we usually do that in the outro let me have a look roll uh, drum roll that drum drum roll please come on keep up I've, I've been rolling the drum right that's Flipping it 95 95 yeah that's it mate that's it wow we nearly hit 100 i know tell me about it only awesome. only 905 to go set dmr murder on i don't know like a 1100 now or something ridiculous view channel 
1.24k. Hashtag catch the cookers, my man. Well done. We'll have to start doing some Keyforge content or something. Let me. He's got one less now. (laughs) One less to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, thank you, yeah, thank you to the new subscribers. I don't know who you are, but my thanks, and thank you to those who've already gone and watched the new Having a Brew series uh, and provided feedback already so far. But I'm just trying to get a feel. You know, we want to try some new stuff out this year spread our wings out a bit further and this is an example of the, some of the type of content that we want to experiment with so go and take a look at that and let me know what you think please folks well actually let me rephrase that let me know if you like it if you don't like it just move on nothing to see it yeah just move on if it's not for you move on these aren't the videos you're looking for yep. move along <laughs> exactly that nice well what else have you been up to then uh, like gaming stuff let's slip back into our uh, yeah, do the, usual slippers do the gaming stuff so uh, I had my two team takedown matches with Jocelyn Ooh, how'd that get on? Did you represent again for the MOD and the UK? Did you smash the face? I did not oh no in fact Jocelyn ran, ran the table on me mate I was on the back foot through both games she beat me so decisively that i only ended up playing one team Ooh, didn't, oh even, didn't play my second team so you know she she won so she had to switch i decided to st- stick with my team and uh yeah didn't go very well at all well done jocelyn yeah great job jocelyn yeah always a, always a pleasure to hear from jocelyn but uh, that was the first time we've ever actually played together and that was even more of a pleasure than than using her dice bags. And they are lovely dice bags. Lovely That's dice. Joss Stitch, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On Etsy. Ship internationally, you know. They're nice. Mm. I bet if you ask really nicely, she'll do one with the Ministry of Dice on the bottom as well. Mm, I think, yeah. I think if you ask her really nicely. Yeah, check with us first, though. I don't, nah. I don't, I don't want no, like, Laurier types <laughs> going around using them. <laughs> hey. All advertising's good advertising. We need like one point three thousand subscribers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right. Well, fair enough then. So yeah, how about you see, take down the name, and that, that's about it. Oh, uh, a bit of cockroach poker and a bit of quacks of Quedlinburg with the kids as well. Oh, very nice. Yeah, we had a game. I'll do my bit because it's not very long. We had a game. I tried my Warriors three with a few different change arounds actually quite a lot of different rampy options ramp yeah uh, i was gonna say it's uh, mostly ramp, vid. It? yeah that vid is on our youtubes now mm-hmm. uh, it's only the one game that we played so uh, check it out i would love some input on how i could take this team to the next level so uh, do leave a comment or pop us a message or do something and let us know what you think because i am keen to brew this and kind of build it over a bit of time and see what it, it can do and how far it can get yeah jordo's been playing around with warriors 3 you know oh man yeah he, he posted setter in the house yeah he posted a, an article about it on dm north recently jordo jordo i yeah. like jordo but don't copy me yeah stop copying andy jordo can't copy her. Oh, whatever next. Yeah. Is that it? You're not doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that, that, just the one game. Play some Apex. I've not played the new update yet, though, so that's quite exciting. Uh, I had a little go last night. I uh, sadly was due to these traffic challenges that I was describing earlier. I was unable to make it down to the FLGS last night. Well, I could have just about made it actually. Confession time. I know. I know they listen. Confession time, lads. I could have probably just about made it if I'd have just kind of jumped in the house, grabbed my cards, and came back out again. 
But I'd been in the car for a very long time, and I just sort of lost the will to live. <laughs> and, I, and I'd been in me, uh, I wear a, a suit for work. I'd been in my suit, and I was just feeling a bit kind of, and I wanted some food. I was hungry, and I hadn't had any dinner. And I know I could have grabbed something on the way to the store and that, but I just, all joy of life had been sucked out of me by that commute. How does that work with you in a suit then? Is that a little bit like when Fred Flintstone puts a tie on? Uh, no, mate. I'm actually really rather smart. I, I have a, a sartorial flair that is unrivaled. <laughs> but your hair's a mess. Yeah, well, it's all it's all it's all business from the neck down. It's all rock and roll from the neck up. Is it? Do you slick it back like an '80s like businessman? Is it all like literally just combed and like greased back? Uh, only when I'm doing the big deals. The big deal. <laughs> like Wall Street. <laughs> yeah. Put, put a comment if you uh, put a comment. That's no, that's our YouTube ones. Drop us a line if you uh, would like to see what Chris looks like in a suit. Yeah, sure. No I problem. I can't imagine you in a suit, mate. Can you not? Nah. I, I, I quite literally wear one every day. That's mental. See, I, I'm supposed to, but I just put a tie around my I, neck. I think. Um, I think. Imagine sort of mid sixties, like Mersey Beat group. That just sounds like random words. Okay. Well, that's with the long hair and the suit. That's that's what I'm going for. I like the Beatles. Uh, yeah, exactly like the Beatles, yeah. Uh, okay. In fact, the John Lennon got most of his ideas from me. You know, from that time when I had that DeLorean. <laughs> what, and then you went back in time? Uh, no comment. I'd like to go back in time. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be one of my wishes. If I had three wishes and everyone's thought, what would you do if you had three wishes? Um, I'd have a book, a little bit like the book that the girl had from Inspector Gadget. And um, in that computer book, it would give me the facility to go back in time or not change anything, but just experience it again. Or maybe just change something a little bit different. But I'd be a little bit worried that I'd lose like my family and kids. So I could always put it back to how it was before. You clearly have put a lot of thought in. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but it has to be a book book that's a computer not a laptop not one that goes like that way right yeah, but yeah. a book that goes that way okay well uh, equally if you'd like to see a picture of me in a suit uh, <laughs> drop us a line get in touch if you happen to know where there's a time machine so andy can do that that's set like a book yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that fills in my what have you done yes thank I'm, you yeah uh, i mean that is the definition of kingpin if ever i've heard one on yeah. an episode when you know when you usually say have we rambled on enough We've gone past that. I'm about to say the lines back there, mate. <laughs> we haven't told people what we're doing yet. Oh yeah, we better do that. What um, are we doing? We are. What are we doing? What did we record last week? <laughs> we did a pick of the week. Oh yes, we did. If in doubt, and nothing's really happened, pick of the week. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely, pick of the week. So we enjoy that, and then it's the verses. Yes, the verses. So we're going back to. Uh, well, we've done a couple, haven't we? We've, we did like the campaign box face-off between. Uh, did we do Justice and X Men? Wasn't it that we? Yes, we did, and then we did Golden versus Modern. Golden versus Modern. Um, yeah, a, a, a goodly while ago. Yeah, yeah, I think we've done another one as well in there somewhere. Uh, so it's a return of the versus segment where we where we do some element of comparison, and I'll I'll leave a sense of anticipation for when the segment arrives to discover what it is we're facing off against that sounds good our pick of the week i apologize i've listened back to it and we properly get all the names wrong so we're talking about one card but we're, we're ta- saying the name of, of another and then we give it the other way around so it's proper confusing so enjoy that one 
mate, how's that any different to any other episode, really? <laughs> every, every, everyone listening to this right now is going, well, yeah, and? <laughs> and? Yeah, if I had the book that was also a time machine, I'd go back go and, back and change it. that episode, yeah. <laughs> but I haven't got that yet, so I can't. All right, fair play then. Well, shall we get on with the show? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, on to the first segment. Yes, welcome back, ladies and gents, and for this next segment. Now we're going to do a classic Ministry of Dice pick of the week. Oh, theme tune, theme tune. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Pick of the week. There you go, it never gets old. Never gets gold. <laughs> I thought you said to me a couple of weeks ago you were going to do an update. Oh, I did, didn't I? I've forgotten. Uh, okay, well, here's consider this your reminder. I'll put my thinking cap on. I bet the listeners have been sat with, you know, they're there at the other end of the, whatever they're listening on, or they're in the car or on the train or whatever going, it's taken ages to find out what happened with Chris's plumbing, and where's Andy's new, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Sat with bated breath, awaiting. Apologies to everyone out there in listener land. Yeah, we're so sorry. We're so All sorry. five of you. We've done the full update on the plumbing anyway, haven't we? Yes, yeah, yeah. You've got to get a couple of your insurers. Yeah, I've still not done that, actually, man, since we spoke last week. Consider this your reminder. Thank you. Yes, I will do. Uh, I'll get that done. I've had things going on. Been busy at work. You know how it is. Real life. Uh, Uh, Okay, yeah. uh, What was I saying? Pick of the week. That's right. Pick of the week. And the theme we're going to focus on for this pick of the week is WWE spoilers. Yay. Yay. Uh, So kind of just bouncing off the back of our last episode's content, talking about what we're looking forward to in 2020. And you, my good man, you mentioned that despite the reservations about the photos um, and the IP not really being an IP that you're a fan of, you you were interested in what the card techs have got to offer. I am indeed. The abilities are, there's a lot of good abilities. It was very hard to, well, from what we can see or what we've got available to us at the moment, there's quite a few things we could have chosen. So it's uh, it looks like it's going to be a good set. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you're right, there's only a very limited number of spoilers out there right now. So I think adding them up, it was, what, 15 or something, 16, across a couple of fan appreciation events and the stuff that Steve and Ross shared on the Nationals, uh, sorry, the World Stream. But already, that, that small selection is... So if it's indicative of what the rest of the set are going to involve, uh, unless they put their best foot forward in the spoilers. Yeah, it should be good, fingers crossed. Yeah, so the game text, well, certainly for a player like yourself, I can see why they would be attractive. Cool. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing to say to that, no no, def- no defence. What are you trying to say? I'm not trying to say anything, I'm trying to say you like beat sticks, you like thumpy thumpy. Thump- thumpy rumpy pumpy. All about the attack step for Mr England over there. It is, does seem to be going that way. AKA, so, yes. I'll attack with all of these. Yeah, if in doubt, just throw everything out. Um, Yeah, so we have chosen a card each, haven't we? We have, yes. I I did it over mine, but I think think I've got one picked. I'd look through. I could have chosen about two or three, but I've gone for one that isn't as glaringly obvious as what you'd think, just to get the the little grey cells uh, are thinking. Yeah, I can see that, only because I know what you've picked. Um, I've done the same. I mean, I think there's some obvious choices, but actually, as is often the case with spoilers like this, the eye-catching stuff, the noisier stuff, can sometimes drown out the sly, (laughs) sneaky card that's actually perhaps got a little bit of magic that's 
that needs talking about. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, who wants to go first? Oh, I don't know. Uh, no, no, I, have to, I think you can go first. Okay, cool. Did you I go will. first last time? I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember either. It's been a while since we've done a pick of the week, to be fair. Has it really? So, it feels like it. Uh, I, I can't remember either. Well, you know what I'm like. Yeah, true that. Yeah. Anyway, I have chosen, let's get down to business, uh, Sasha Banks, the boss. The boss. Two-cost shield uh, with the text, when fielded, the next superstar die you purchase this turn costs two less to the minimum of one. And that's that's a zero, one, three, one, two, three, one, three, three. And the thing behind it is that it's super cheap. And with some of the mechanics and globals we've got available, and I've had a little bit of a thinking, thinking, uh, practice. And you could potentially turn three, get three of these bad boys out, along with about six sidekick dice. And potentially you could rip in or use in the new Becky Lynch global that's in the same set. Mm. Uh, you could Becky Lynch in, or are we still chalkboarding? Whatever. Uh, you yeah. could get six cost into prep or a seven cost into used. Yeah, that's uh, terrifying. <laughs> it is, it is. Um, uh, so, uh, did I work that out right? It might not be. So there's one, two, three, five, six. It might actually be, um, got a f- four sidekicks. And th- but let me work through my thinking, and I'll do it with my dice. Yeah, so you buy it for two. So you would, uh, you'd, you'd have to go second. Yeah. You have the all four. You'd buy it for two. There's yeah. one. What would you do with you, the other two? You then, with the next energy, you would clay face that one in. Right. And then you would, I think you'd buy another one. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, clay face that in, buy another one, and then what? Um, and you still have one left over, wouldn't you? Well, you'd Becky um, Lynch, wouldn't you Becky Lynch the, the second one over? No, because you'd want them all in one hit, and that's going to bring it out of that turn too early. Uh, right, so that one that's left, you want it as like a sidekick or something then, don't you? Yeah, chuck a sidekick out. Uh, and then there with the next four dice, you would HXG. Right. You would, I think you'd just hard buy another one. So you've got three now in your bag. Uh, three in use, pal. I'm go- I'm doing it along too. Has everyone else got the dice uh, out? Everyone going else on? is. Yeah. Um, and then you would want a resurrect. Res. So those four dice are going to your bag. Yeah, well, if one would come through and then three would go in your bag. Uh, sure. Cool. So then in your turn three, you're drawing three, three plus two sidekicks, two Becky Lynches, let's say. So or, you'd or have some combination. Three Becky Lynches and four sidekicks. In turn three to roll. Yeah, and if you've got that sidekick out, potentially you could energy fixer at that back. That's another energy. So that's five sidekicks, three. Group, right. whatever her name is. Okay, just I know we're supposed to be doing like a really punchy pick of the week, but thinking about it, right? Oh yeah, because you'd roll them three, and then that's minus two, minus two. So you'd buy your seven cost for one. So you could field all three. Say that you would then potentially you'd have to pay for each of them to be fielded. So th- up to three and fielding cost. So then that would be six. So you could buy an eight cost actually into used. Two, four, six. Or a seven cost into prep by using the uh, chalkboard, Becky chalkboard. No, you're one dice short, aren't you? You've got four sidekicks and three Becky Lynch's, uh, Sasha Banks's. 
yeah yeah so if you um energy fix it back well, there's quite a few globals in it maybe if you don't you'd still be able to uh you know buy a seven cost or yeah you'd buy your seven cost wouldn't you buy a seven you cost be able to prep it or anything I suppose no. if, if you've got some Sasha Banks on level one. However, anyway, that certainly illustrates the, <laughs> the potential. Not to, to labour on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there is potential. I mean, even if you, you don't roll them, you've got a pretty good shot. I mean, you'd be super unlucky and you'd get one energy. But if, even if you've got two energy, that's still your two. So the so same kind of theory, I suppose, would work with any two cost. But this one's got the ability. You've got character. You're discounting the next purchase by two. You get energy. And then hopefully you get double energy and that's still two energy towards us. So you're going to help consistency wise to get a big character out super, super quick. That that could potentially be amazing. And then what do you do with it? Once it's in the field, uh, KO mechanic, uh, throw, throw her out and get a KO, throw her out. I mean, on the top face, she's three attack. That's no slouch. And get cycling around. See, but you can buy a load of uh, expensive characters i mean even your five costs are going to be three your four costs will be two so you're getting a load of discount each each time you're chucking her out there well yeah i was just thinking it through there now so even if you just buy one in your first turn and becky lynch globally over and then i don't know uh, get a sidekick out to energy fix it or do something that less energy so you've got some more spending power in your next turn you could be rolling four or five sidekicks and a Sasha Banks in turn two, roll her in, field her, buy Becky Lynch for three, uh, and prep Becky Lynch, and you've got your 8-8 Overcrusher ready for turn three. Yeah, so very strong. Very, very strong. strong. With a bit of thinking and probably a little bit of fine-tuning on the uh, the theory I've got. That's potential, potential to really speed it up and get the big heavy hitters out super, super quick. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I just it's all it, I know when you said to me before this is strong it's good but now you actually taught me through it and I've done it with my own dice in front of me that's terrifying I don't like that at all oh. I mean only time will tell whether it will be consistent enough and good enough to be in a, uh, a, a top top tier team is, is yet to be seen but certainly I can see that it's going to be worth playing around with and seeing where you can where you can end up and how you can abuse it as much as possible to make sure it's it's getting cheaper. I mean, something like that Malekith where you can KO stuff. Yeah, or Nihilor, that new Nihilor, he's a mask just to outright KO a character. One of your um, then you can keep her cycling through very much how you'd want Elf Thief to be cycled through. Oh, you know, not cycled through, you know what I mean? Go to prep, knock it out, refield it, prep it, field it, prep it. Could be super, super strong. And you can see with that and with Geezer as well, which is another two-cost bad boy, we could see some proper uh, weenies flooding the field zones of the near future. Oh, no, I don't like it. Oh, no, I don't like it at all. I'm just thinking it through. I think there's ways of using that to get like a nasty six-cost out in turn three. Oh, shudder. I'm shuddering. You made me shudder. (laughs) That's the thing that, that you bigger louder faster types get all frothy over i think it's going to take some practice it's going to take some actually having it on the the mat and working through the different combinations that you could do yeah Uh, messing around with your um, globals to maximize it yeah because i mean i think in that that scenario i mentioned hxg prep global energy fixer and 
the Becky Lynch. So that's kind of like that's that's five globals that you probably want to try and minimise the global for for maximum output. So whether you you prep them and you take out HXG or or, or whatever, you know, you maybe kind of not have five globals to uh, buy a six cost. But yeah, I was just thinking about the new Rock global. So what's his? Pay a a mask and sacrifice a character to get the next the next um, two two off for your next purchase. So you could Becky Lynch stroke Rip Hunter's global her over to prep. Do something with that last energy. I haven't figured out that energy you'll have left over. Yeah. But let's say you've gone first and you've only got three dice. So you've ripped her over. you then got four dice and her in your next turn. So you're rolling five dice. Roll her. Let's say Fielder. Fielder. Get the two discount. Sacrifice her. Get another, Get two, another discount. two discount. And I've just bought my six costs. And I've still got one energy left over there. So I could Becky Sleeping. Lynch global that six cost over. Yeah. That is horrible. So that would be both energy to buy a six cost. Yeah, it would. Or you buy a five cost and then Becky Lynch that five cost in. Cost in. Which might as well be Becky Lynch. Oh, because she's a five cost, isn't she? Yeah. We've mentioned Becky Lynch a few times, actually. So I'll, I'll just, for anyone who's unaware of the Becky Lynch spoiler, who's definitely a notable mention even though she's not one of the pick of the week. She's a five-cost shield. Her subtitle is Maiden Island. She's got Overcrush. Her game text reads, when fielded, re-roll up to two target superstar dice. Uh, superstar, of course, being the WWE language for character. Each die that does not roll a superstar face goes to the use pile. Becky Lynch deals one damage to your opponent for each die sent to the use pile in this way. So it's like a, a kind of slightly weakened AVX Storm. And then she's got the global, pay a shield. The first die you purchase this turn is added to your prep area instead of your use pile. And then her stats, get this, 155, 177, 288. It's a mental card. It's like four cards in one. It is like four cards in one. So Sasha Banks, if you're using the Becky Lynch global, you might as well buy the Becky Lynch and get yeah. her out of th- turn three. Turn three, 88 overcrush with removal and direct damage. <laughs> 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 who brings the global herself to get her over this is going to be I'm going to hate this next year aren't I nah we'll convert you to a uh, a big Timmy oh, that Ant Melee spoiled can't come soon enough for me well alright mate well, I think... will it ever come well that's true that's true no comment I suppose okay. yeah because she's listed for the Spider-Man that's campaign the, the, the fabled Spider-Man set yeah urban legend that one <laughs> it spoke about in the dark alleys of <laughs> yeah of new jersey, new jersey. <laughs> <laughs> great minds great minds why did you hey. say new- why did you say new jersey that's where whiz kids is isn't it? yeah that's why i said it yeah <laughs> hey hey anybody heard about the spider-man set <laughs> we don't talk about the first, first of all the spider-man set is you don't talk about the spider-man set <laughs> massive trench coat he opens it up and he's got all the cards yeah he's got like a you want to see an anime you want to see a cloak and dagger (laughs) 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 very good well I think you've made a great pick of the week choice there (laughs) I rinsed that one as well didn't we I'm I'm sceptical only because I am notoriously sceptical about things that drive big big nasties quickly um, but we're already running along, so uh, I'll do mine, shall I? Yeah. I have chosen a basic action, the Kevin Owens Show. 
And it's a three-cost basic action, and the game text on this reads, swap a die in your used pile for one of your unpurchased dice that cost up to two more. Draw and prep a dice from your bag. So, kind of in the same ballpark as you with this, I suppose, in the sense of using it to reach for bigger dice quicker. There's a bit of a risk to it, because it's a basic action, of course, so it means that your uh, opponent can have their merry fun with this too if you if you do decide to bring it but you can buy up a cheapy sort of character drop them in the field uh, not even in the field just buy them up and have them in the use pal fire off your, your kevin owens and literally just swap it out for an unpurchased dice yeah it's gonna be crazy yes you buy a you want to buy it the same turn as you've rolled the basic action and then just immediately swap it up yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking. So, yeah. like, get yourself a three cost, which, which you can obviously do, <laughs> just with a standard four dice turn. So even if you've only got Kevin Owens showing three other dice, um, but turn one, you'd you'd buy Kevin Owens. Turn two, I don't know, get whatever you want really. Um, do a res, do or prep global, roll them through. So you're rolling four dice and and a Kevin Owens. Buy a three or a four cost. And then do the switcheroo. Right, if, if I'm right on the table that James Bloor made, at the end of your main step, characters that you don't field go into your use pile at that point, don't they? Yeah. So, and then you've got the window and the action step before damage is dealt where you can use basic actions. So potentially, if you you got character and you don't field it, you put it into use and then you... Swap it for is it swap it? Is it? Yeah, swap yeah, it swap. for a bigger one. Yeah. So you could do that. And it's on its burst face. You've got draw and prep a die from your bag. So you could get it rinsed through the other side if you manage your bag properly. Yeah. So if you if you roll it on burst face and you've just done a swap up to a five cost in turn two or turn three, you could have your you could have swapped and then prepped it or put it back in your bag, don't you know? so uh yeah i I suppose much to my chagrin chagrin however you say it uh, i have also suggested a card that stands out as a way of getting your big nasties faster which is very cool you do that over convoluted process that we did in my pick of the week (laughs) get a seven cost in your use pile use this one swap it for a nine cost stomper uh yeah geez Holy moly, yeah. And you're laughing. Yeah, see that on the table in front of Michael Ryder very soon, no doubt. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. I think that, I mean, it's not, I think the beauty of your combo is that you're prepping stuff or getting it ready using things like the Becky Lynch Global, whereas this is a swap. So you definitely want to be making sure that if you're using it and the way you're setting it up to get your big dice, you're... um, you're doing a bag reset. You've got the energy still to do a bag reset or you're, yeah. rolling, or you're rolling it on burst base to do the bag reset. So that the thing you've just swapped in is getting ready to use next turn. Yeah. I mean, if you go second again, talking about the return of the, of the rip hunters global with Becky Lynch, you could in theory buy one and prep a Kevin or so you're rolling it turn two. Yeah. So you've got a better understanding of what's coming next. Yeah. And if you roll it on burst face, you could spend all four of your dice on a four cost, put that in the use pile, fire off Kevin Orr on burst, swap that out for a six cost, and then prep it straight away. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's quite nice, though, because uh, considering what I would feel there's been a, a lack of bag manipulation, rampy, churny things from the last few sets we've had, um, uh, these two cards certainly have opened up the uh, the thinking towards how, you know, more than I'd say a lot of the other cards that we've had to how you can manipulate things and get things sooner. And, and does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Which is very nice, considering, yeah, I mean, we've, I feel we've had a lack of things like game-changing kind of things, like PXG was a game-changer, as much as you love it or hate it, it changed the, the whole way you play the game. Um, Rip Hunter, Hunter, Rip Hunter, similar, and that's coming back again. You've got to rethink how it works, and it's it's nice to have that kind of thinking cap on and how you can really kind of rinse the most out of these uh these cards well it will all, i suppose it will all boil down to if these are routes to get in five six seven cost dice asap it will it'll all be down to what is your six cost going to be yeah that you're grabbing i suppose and is this six cost going to be better than the eight eight over crushing storm slash rip hunter that you could buy <laughs> <laughs> five yeah. is there going to be much you know if that's a five cost god knows what's going to be the six seven eight costs imagine. well that's it yeah or even you know to my mind i was thinking like so there's that six cost enchantress the rare one from the mighty thor set is it enchantress the one that makes globals and actions cost two more hang on folks i'm just into i'm just into my sidekick app yeah here you go enchantress fatal attraction six cost while enchantress is active your opponent must pay one energy to use a global ability or action die so i know that we've we've leaned into using say sasha banks or kevin owens show to get a quick six cost that's going to be your 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 win condition your beat stick but me in my natural state of control is wondering well actually lockdown yeah grab grab a enchantress fatal attraction get her out in turn three like, well, if you want to use all these globals, mate, you have to pay one more for them. Actions, and there's pretty much an action-heavy setup at the moment. That would be horrible against, like, a boom-boom team. Yeah, yeah. Or even just, yeah, buy one of my Kevin Owens if you want. Smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to use it to buy that six cost? Well, you're one energy short now, mate, because you need to pay one more. You need to pay one to use the global and one to use the action. Yeah. So in my mindset, there's deeper potential, whether it's going to be strong enough or whether it is just going to be about who can get their Becky Lynch out quicker and force block a sidekick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but even even in the smaller game, you know, if you go down to your weenies, like you say, if, if you grab her for two and then use, I mean, if you use Sasha Banks. Oh, man. Imagine the two of them together. Hang on. Whoa. Sasha Banks, turn one. Anyway, I'll think it through. But yeah, there might there might be more to it than just buying buying up beat sticks. Yeah, that's all right though, because I'll just use Giza to intimidate off your uh, enchantress and do whatever I want. Oh, don't even start. We haven't got the time for me to start banging on <laughs> Giza. If you if you want to hear me bang on about Giza and how how I actually think it's a meta damaging card, go check out the article I wrote on BritRoller6.com. Where's that? Oh, on BritRoller6.com. I will do that. Yeah. I already have. It's a great article. Thank you, mate. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. 
All right, well, we're, we're mega kingpin on this one, considering we said, oh, it'd just be a nice quick one to fill the episode up with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do tell you, get in touch, folks. Let us know. Uh, post in the comments or drop us a line. Uh, what What's your big dice that you might use combos of this nature to pick up? What spoilers from the WWC? What spoilers from the WWE set have caught your eye? What wheels have we set a turn in, getting you thinking about that fast ramp possibility in, in the early turns to get your hands on a big dice? Is it time <clears throat> for Dark Side, Parademon, Sidekick Swarm to shine because you can buy them in turn two? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know if anyone out there has got a, uh, a combo looking at these cards or may- maybe ones are already available. See, what is the most expensive dice you can purchase turn three? Oh, and how yeah. would you get there? I think somebody has already uh, walked that through, but there's possibly ways and means of doing it now. Yeah, Sasha Banks, Cree Captain, Ring of Winter. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch. Yeah, see what you can do. Yeah, yeah. all right, let us, let us know, boys yeah. and girls. Yes, welcome back, ladies and gents. And as promised, this segment now is the return of the Ministry of Dice versus Battle. It's really slightly in context. I know. Everyone's everyone's like, what is up with this pair this week? I swear I haven't had any wine or anything. Um, Yes, the versus battle. And the subject of the versus battle in this episode is kind of an old versus new, but with a slight twist. And a slight twist. What we've done is we've taken a handful of cards that we've chat down that that are functionally reprints of older game texts, or functionally serve the same purpose on your team. But we'll get into that in a bit more detail. Well, functionally, a little bit similar. Yeah, but then asking the question: Has the new one basically outdone it? eliminated it nerfed it off so you wouldn't have any interest in in using the previous version or is the previous version still stand as the king of that game text mm. Mm. i don't know was that, was that a good intro to the segment i don't feel like i had that one down it's it's workable all right we'll work with it i don't just as equally as confusing as getting all the names mixed up in the segment that's just gone i think people are like <laughs> what are they doing how many times could chris say functionally Destiny. Destiny? Oh, no. Sorry, that's Dustmasters. I was saying Destiny. I forgot to mention that, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we were going to talk about that in the intro, didn't we? And then we ended up kingpinning because we were talking about your time travel in your book that's a laptop thing. We'll do it in the outro. Yeah, all right. Let's keep keep on um, on this gravy train. See you later, Disney. Disney? See you later, Disney? I meant Destiny. Oh, my God, this is going downhill quick. Let's get on with the segment. So, yeah, we've taken two cards who've got um, similar game text. We had a look at the new one and the old one. So if you were making a team for global escalation, let's say, you might ask yourself, well, do I stick with the old version, the classic, or has this new updated version of that particular card, has that now got a place and I'm going to use that on my global escalation team instead? For example. That's a better description. Uh, thanks, mate. Yeah, and I, I, I had it in me some. I knew it was in there. I knew it was in there. Yeah. I just had to just had to get it out. So, shall I present the the first round face off? Yes, please. Okay. Well, for the first round, we have from AVX Nova Buckethead. 
No, not Buckethead. The Human Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Help me, save me. And uh, versus Iceman. You know that Iceman. <laughs> What's his that subtitle? Man. That Iceman. Too cool for words. No, it's not too cool for words. No, it's not. It's doing doing the right thing or something, isn't it? Iceman, OP. You know that Iceman. No, nobody. The Iceman. Attention. Nobody pays attention to the other one anyway. No. Right on okay. schedule. Right on schedule. Nova or Iceman? Give us the rundown of the cards. Oh Jesus! I've just closed it again. Come on, you're relying to, you're relying too heavily on me for this. Well, I haven't got them written down. You haven't got. I messaged it over to you. The list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't looked at the phone, my phone. Now I've got right. I'm here, all set. Go a bit further up. Destiny's, <laughs> Destiny's dead. All right. No, no, the, no, the <laughs> aggressively hard sexual. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for a good gif. Yeah. Try aggressive. <laughs> Oh bad sexual. <laughs> I swear, man. I swear. I'm, I'm, I'm about. I'm about two sentences away from just canning this segment off and just posting this random gibberish. <laughs> uh, Nova from AVX is a five-cost bolt. The human rocket subtitle. Whenever Nova takes damage in the attack step, he deals two damage to your opponent, and his stat line is one four four two five six and two seven seven. Whereas Iceman Wait. is. Oh, have you got it ready oh. to go? I've got, I've got, I've got you back. Nee. Is um, uh, right on schedule, schedule, schedule. Which one? It's a four cost bolt. His game text reads: When Iceman takes damage during the attack step, he deals two damage to target opponent. He is an X Men character, and his stats are one, two, four, one, three, six, one, four, six. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think this is a pretty clean cut. This one. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you? Uh, I think Iceman probably does the business, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, you could argue that Nova's got the higher stat numbers, so the the damage potential is higher. But he costs one more to get out uh, to buy. His fielding is higher to get out, so you you know you're paying a difference for that. And I'd I'd honestly be I'm quite happy to sacrifice that extra bit of damage, knowing that I could get get it bought and out quicker and easier yeah i think there's the four and the five is a big difference isn't it four you can get without any form of rampy doodles whereas uh five you have to do something first so you could buy iceman turn two or turn one if you go in second yeah whereas nova you, you're gonna have to do something bit you know some faffing res energy fixer all that shenanigans um so yeah no i'm, I'm with you uh that uh the, the stat line it isn't is, as good as the, the purchase cost. Yeah, it's not enough to weigh it up, is it? Nah. It's not enough to swing it in the favour of Nova. So I think in in that instance, if I was making a global escalation team and I was looking to use a direct damage game text of that nature, Nova, yeah. folks, just put it where in your folders, forget about it. Yeah. Sell it. Yeah. You Frame bet. it. Absolutely, yeah. Iceman. Uh, uh, never mind the fact that's, that that introduces another thought because that Nova's a, a rare from AVX and the Iceman's in the campaign box so not only is it better it's also going to be cheaper and much easier to get hands on yeah absolutely yeah. so all round I think that's, that's a very short round because Iceman is going to take that one hands down easy 
<laughs> so there you go. Round one goes to Iceman right on schedule. Nice. Nice. All right. You ready for round two? Yeah. Round two then. So the classic card is Storm Windrider. And the contender, well, I've written Becky What's-Her-Face here. (laughs) (laughs) Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, the man. She is the man. She's got a t-shirt with the man on as well. Uh, She does, yeah. Which uh, Which one have you got ready to go? I will give you Storm Windrider. Okay. She's five cost mask character with the X-Men affiliation. Uh, her text reads, when fielded, re-roll up to two opposing characters. Each character die that does not roll a character goes to the opponent's used pile. Storm deals two damage to your opponent for each die moved. And her stats are 0, 2, 1, 1, 2, 2, and 1, 3, 2. Mm. Okay, on to Becky Lynch then. She's from the upcoming WWE campaign box. Uh, she's... Oh, wait a minute. It's not the man. It's Maiden Island. Maiden Island. Maiden Island. Maiden. Like an Irish in... maiden. No, uh, yeah, Irish maiden, not made in. Like, like... Mate. Like it's a play on words, isn't it? Or as it was like our uh, <laughs> our friend Arj would say, Yes. Or something to that effect. Because he does that, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. She's a five-cost shield. <laughs> it's like he talks. He's like, um, what's it in the church? Oh, my. Speak, speaking in tongues. <laughs> well, it's Gaelic, isn't it? <laughs> he'll be on to us. We'll be getting a, a comment hey, again. Hey, he'll be on don't to be us. rude about him. He'll be, he'll be on to us, <laughs> giving us a comment about how we're racist to Irish people. Now. No. Look what you've done. Again. Again. It's all right. You'll take the blame. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I most certainly will. Uh, Becky Lynch, Maiden Island, five cost shield. She reads uh, Overcrush. No way. Yes way. And then a game set says, when fielded, re-roll up to two target superstar dice. Each die that does not roll a superstar face goes to the used pile. Becky Lynch deals one damage to your opponent for each die sent to the used pile in this way. She's then got a global as well. (laughs) Pay a shield. The first dice you purchase this turn is added to your prep area instead of your use pile, and the stats are one five five one seven seven two eight eight. Shut the front door. I will shut the front door. That's insane, that one, isn't it? So both the same purchase cost. Yeah. The core game text is very similar, although Storm does a little bit more damage, doesn't she? Yes, does an extra damage if it goes for each dice goes to the used. Mm. So Storm can have a max five dice. Which oh yeah, that's right. I didn't mention before. Yeah, but that that could be for a when fielded game text. That's something certainly to yeah. consider. But Becky Lynch does carry a lot of added value. Quite a bit of added value. She is uh, an overcrashing fat boy. She's got Storm's text, and she's got chalkboard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's highly likely we're going to come down on the side of Becky Lynch here. We are. I'd like to throw a little spanner in the works because when you have a when-fielded effect, usually you don't want big defence stats. Yeah, I was thinking that myself, actually. Because you want to get it out and round again. However, I will take the big defence stats with the overcrush and with the chalkboard global over Storm's small Text. Yeah, well, she, she she can do it all in one, can't she? If you're using that for removal, which is how Storm Windrider was generally kind of used, and, and a couple of the other Storms, it was very similar. Uh, they're mm. both still the 50-50 shot, but they both still target two dice. But 
back in the day of of storm you would you know you'd throw your storm out in in the hope that your opponent would re-roll two energy faces send the, the two characters to the use pile and then you're clearing a field to storm over with a big thor or a hulk or something so you kind of need two dice two purchases yes she does a little bit of extra damage but it's that's just gravy damage isn't it um whereas becky lynch you can yeah. field her potentially remove two dice from the field do a little bit of ping for good measure soften the ground and then over her over and then attack well if they've only got two characters in the field you may potentially just have just walk her across for eight <laughs> yeah you know. And you're going to get rid of, well, you're going to hopefully try and get rid of anything with a big defence or something that stops that attack from getting through and just just smash some sidekick. Yeah. I mean, we'll see her on teams for the return of the Rip Hunters chalkboard global. Yeah, but she's going to be used a lot more from that. That that card is mental. I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even think she had Overcrush and I thought she was mental. And then you, we found out like, she had Overcrush. It's just, she's going to be on every team I ever build. For moving forward well great <laughs> <laughs> woohoo well maybe maybe that will be the next having a brew series how to counter Becky Lynch <laughs> I don't think you can uh, Wonder Woman can take care of business can she yeah well she'll cancel the when fielded she's got big stats to handle the overcrushing damage and she's Wonder Woman She's still going to get knocked out. A top top level Becky Lynch with eight attack. Well, true. She should do it once, and then she'll just keep on going. Yeah, true. For five costs, five costs. Oh, it's mental, isn't it? So just bear that in mind, folks, because one of the questions that we kind of want to pose at the end of this segment is: Is, is this evidence of power creep in the game? <laughs> <laughs> is there? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, just outrageous. Uh, I mean, arguably, no, Becky Lynch technically. She she's done a versus in our versus format against two cards because it's Storm and Rip Hunter's chalkboard really. Yeah, and any big overcrushing character, which would usually be a six at the least, probably a seven, if not an eight. Yeah. Well, I think it's pretty conclusive there, folks. Round two goes, goes to Becky to Storm. Lynch. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> goes to Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. There we go. Right on to round three then. This is an interesting one. Is it? Yeah, we have the Blue Eyes White Dragon Monstrous Dragon, and that's facing off against The Rock. Know your role. Cool. I'll give you Blue Eyes. Okay. Blue Eyes Monstrous Dragon is a seven-cost bolt. Once per turn, you may knock out one of your monsters to give this monster a plus three attack. Monster in Yu-Gi-Oh! is the equivalent of a character dice. The stats are 165, 276, and 387. However, that is all by the by, because it's the global that was the most important thing in this card, which is pay a bolt and knock out one of your monsters to reduce the cost of the next die you buy by two energy. Mm. Classic. Classic. It's like a Cornetto. I mean, the definition of classic, that one, isn't it? Right, well, I'll give you The Rock, then, for comparison. So it's The Rock, know your role. He's a six-cost mask. He has Intimidate, and he also says you may use Intimidate twice when you field The Rock which is interesting, but, you know, the global's where it's at on blue eyes, and that is the same with the rock. Uh, his global is pay a mask and sacrifice one of your character dice, reduce the cost of the next die you purchase by two. And he has a stat line of 154, 166, and 276. 
What was his purchase cost again? Six. Oh. Right. Well, global wise, blue eyes just beats him hands down. Yeah, I can't, I can't see any reason. I mean, please do let us know, folks, if there is a reason that you can think of. But I can't see any reason why you'd want to sacrifice over KO. No, KO gives you a possible KO mechanic, gives you a dice in prep ready for next turn, so does you a bit of ramp, and again, it can knock out a Wenfielded character to uh, to bring them back around next turn. Uh, lots of shenanigans that you can do with that. Yeah. Sacrifice, you're going to chuck it in your use pile. I, yeah, I can't think of many things that you'd really want to put to do from a use pile. I mean, there's different things you can do when bringing dice in from your use pile. With yeah, I'm assuming. Abilities, but I'm assuming sacrifice goes good. to the, this Bobbin's transition zone thing, does it? Ah, uh, probably does, doesn't it? So you probably can't even do. Yeah, there's probably not even any, anything interesting. Any shenanigans you can pull there either. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're right. It, you know, so that that gives Blue Eyes a bit of a leg up. Blue Eyes is slightly more expensive. He so is. He is. If you have a look at the game text, because Blue Eyes, I did say like ignore his game text. However. I have to say, I have bought him, and he has done well in different games when I've had to buy him to knock out one of your monsters, give him plus three attack. Mm. Having a what's he? He's he's six, seven, eight on his attack, so potentially uh, eleven attack is quite nice when you know brought in with other aspects, be it a removal to get him through, make him unblockable, give him overcrush, that kind of malarkey. But um, uh, it's not a bad game text. It's just that the global is awesome. Yeah. But, Intimidating two things ain't too shabby. No, sorry, I was distracted by a text message from the good lady here indoors. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's much more likely that you'd buy the rocket to use. To intimidate two things off. Yeah. I'm going to buy two geezers for two. Well, that's, yeah. Each. All right. Yeah, okay, I think. I think I'm, I'm going down on Bood then. Blue eyes. Build. Build. Cool. Yeah, me too. Okay, well, round three then goes to the classic column. So what's that? Two for new and one for classic nice so far. Friend. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. All right, then. Uh, so next up on the list, um, I'm kind of knocking around in the blocking space. There's, there's a few cards, really, that, that can do this kind of game text that make them solid blockers, but I've just chosen two to sort of demonstrate. Which one? It's Mastermind and Jopper. Which one would you like? Let's go for Mastermind, okay. which is it's nice and easy, this one, actually. So, so it's Mastermind Probationary Member. Or oh, that could be like an innuendo one. Um, it's a three-cost shield. He's got the villain affiliation and a... What's that? Hellfire Club. Is it? Yeah, with the like the three-pronged the fork. fork, yeah. Hellfire Club affiliation. Thank you very much. Uh, it is text reads, Mastermind. Takes no damage during combat. And he's uh, 0, 1, 2, 0, 1, 3, 1, 1, 4. Mm. Solid. Yeah, solid. Absolutely. Uh, Jopper, he's from the Troubling Waterdeep campaign box. He's a three-cost shield. Uh, he has experience. So he's an adventurer. And he reads, prevent all damage to Jopper while he is blocking. And his stats are 0-2-1, 0-3-1, and 1-3-3. Yeah. That's a moment's pause for thought. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I'm leaning a little bit more towards Mastermind. I, I like cards with less text. 
All right, fair enough. Uh, I'll explain my reasoning. I, I like that he prevents damage to him during combat, whereas Joppa comparably only prevents damage while he's blocking. Blocking. Yeah, I mean, there's a few that, that, that can do a similar thing that's been spattered around. The Wolfguard Terminator, where he reduces damage from his source to one. Yeah. We had a chat about it before, and we've got Mantis that reduces, or it takes no damage if the damage she takes is over, equal, equal to or, or above yeah. her defence. Uh, and uh, Poison Ivy that you're a fan of, that doesn't take any damage from non-villains. Yeah. Um, so there's a few batting around, but I quite like that mastermind where it's just a simple, you attack, my defence is crap, but don't really matter because I'm not, you're not going to do me any damage anyway. Yeah, and it's it's little things like um, so he, for example, wouldn't get KO'd from a breath weapon or a Venmore Dreadnought. I don't think. Well, that would need actually, yeah, rules lawyers assemble. Let me know what the definition of combat is. I've just leapt to an assumption there that the use of the word combat just generally means during the attack step. But does does combat mean specifically the black, attacking and blocking moment? Oh, do you know what? If I was to if I was to plump a guess, I would say it would be after the point he attacked to the end of the phase. It doesn't say not combat damage, it says combat. So I think you, you, start, you start the attack uh, phase, and then if he attacks, he's in combat. So I'd say kind of after the attack phase. But yeah, a bit. Um, yeah, but if, he, if he's not. Sketchy, though, isn't it? If your opponent initiates the attack, is he considered in combat, or is he in combat at the point at which. He's selected as a blocker, in which blocker. case then the breath weapon and the venerable dreadnought type shenanigans will have happened. Oh, someone out there would know. But in any case, I still think that's better than prevent all damage yes, to Joppa while he's blocking. Uh, he's also, you know, if you're comparing him to the likes of Poison Ivy or Wolfguard, you know, Wolfguard still ends up taking one damage, so it can accumulate. Uh, and yeah. Poison Ivy's got the disadvantage that she's to non is from. Uh, non-villains and so she's still potentially a victim of, of villain cards although she has also got the deadly element whereas mastermind you just plonk him in the field he sits set and ready to go incidentally on the countering the Godcatcher video uh, it, poison ivy was and Jopper with with the examples i used for blockers but anyone that we've mentioned there would be a good god catcher yeah the mantis one's not bad either because it takes no damage if it's equal or over your defense if it's under your defence, you're not gonna nothing's gonna happen anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd have to do something. No, you can't, can you? Because you can, you can only do the globals before damage is dealt. Yeah. It's quite solid. I don't know. Mm. It's just one of those ones. Where crushes, isn't she? A bit that more thinking. Be... Yeah, yeah. Okay then, well uh, that that's put in round four in the well, I, I put Mastermind in the classic column, but I suppose he's new, but then he's competing against even newer, so Classic in yeah. Yeah. So two all at this stage. So it's the deciding round, round five. And for round five, we have Giza and Songbird. Which one would you like to take, mate? I will give you Songbird. Rightio. Songbird is from Justice Like the Lightning. Uh, Three cost. Oh, she has a flip card. One flip side is uh, when fielded KO target side kick character die. On the other side is the one that really we're talking about, which is Intimidate. Uh, Songbird can only use Intimidate on character dice with purchase cost of four or less. Three cross bolt, two affiliations, villains and thunderbolts. And you've got zero, one, two, zero, two, two, and one, two, three. 
Yeah, okay. In comparison to Gazer, who is a two-cost shield, his subtitle's Evil Familiar. He's a monster and and he's horny. He's got Intimidate, and his game text reads, Gazer can only use Intimidate on a character die with one or less experience tokens. And his stat line is not 1-1-1, and 1-1-2. This one's easy. Yeah, this is is, is, is Geezer, isn't it, all the way? Geezer every day of the week is defense stats are less so you can get him kind of knocked out and round again i've never seen an experience token on a card ever uh certainly in any kind of competitive unless something in water deep is going to spring out like it doesn't it's two costs instead of a three there's no caveat on what kind of purchase cost will be it's just going to get it out of the face it's, it's gonna be a then. yeah i can't i can't disagree at all in a very simple like the black and white looking at the facts it's just there is no other intimidator classic or otherwise that can compare to that nah he wins all the way yeah so round five hands down is going into the new column there you go which means at the conclusion of our functional game text versus battle there's functional again. It's three for the new and two for the classic, meaning that the new are the winners. Yes, there we go. So as I mentioned before, you know, the question at hand here now is that what, what's that telling us? Is that indicating a power creep? Um, some stuff seems to be nerfed a little bit, like blue eyes into rock, but some stuff seems to have just gone wildly crazy, like giving two cost cheap weenies intimidate so interested to know your thoughts ladies and gents you know the usual ways to get in touch drop us a line we'd love to know what you think about you know the comparison between the kind of classic card pool and the newer card pool um is there an example you can think of where if you're setting up a golden team or a global escalation team where you would still sit with the older version even though there's been kind of similar reprinted game texts um in the more recent sets and let us know why and you know maybe we'll reach out in the next episode corbinios corbinios all right well uh, we'll wrap that one up there and move on well, there we are then, folks. As all things must, this episode has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. We do indeed. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't need two takes on that at all. No. No, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since I've... Balls that up. Yeah, in that in that manner. Do you remember back in the early days? I do. That's doing do intro you along. five times. No, it just comes out as if it's... It's just meant to be. I'm like a machine. Podcasting machine, brother. Booyah. Yeah. We need to mention that Destiny's died. Yeah, done. Cancelled. Laters. Laters. See you, bye. That's a shame, isn't it? No. Well, you know, whatever. I mean, it's obviously got a very dedicated player base, and they'll be sad to see it go. I mean, I, I still know a few of the guys who, who play, because uh, a few of the LCG crowd migrated over to it. But a game of that nature is going to burn out. When, when you make it that high a cost and focus so much on the kind of sweaty, power-playing, competitive way of things, it's just, you can't sustain it. So if you did play Destiny and you've come over to Dice Masters and you thought, oh, there's a Dice Masters podcast, let's give that a try. I'm really quite sorry about what you've just experienced. Uh, well, why? It's facts, isn't it? Facts? Yeah. Spent half the time talking about a computer book that would take me back in time. <laughs> and then went on a random tangent about something else halfway through. Well, true. I misunderstood. I thought you were just talking about the uh, unfortunate choice of calling them sweaty, competitive power players. 
sorry. No, no problem with that. That is facts. That is. Facts. Yeah, sorry. I think um, you know Destiny. Uh, again, I wrote an article about it. If anyone wants to go rooting through some very old articles on the blog from sort of three years ago, when Destiny first kind of hit the scene, um, too expensive. The particularly when you factor in the card and dice distribution, it, it was much more of a combat-driven game. But it, the the deck construction was built around that kind of power playing way of doing things, and the potential enjoyment of a Star Wars style "what if" kind of thing. You know, what if Luke and Yoda got into a lightsaber fight with Asajj Ventress and Vader? You know what I mean? Um, that kind of fun, quirky thing that they really so so had the potential, so could have done it. They didn't. They went for like crazy combos and power plays and chaining mad mad stuff and you know. We did an we did a, a podcast segment about it and then we binned it because it was shit. oh beep. Yeah, yeah, we did. We, we did. did. Yeah, it's true, true story. So there you go. Back in the, that's down in the uh, the archives. Yeah, I've still got it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should post it now. That'd be timely. <laughs> Talking about this new game, Destiny, on, that's going to take Dice Masters. On the cutting edge, yeah. <laughs> and now our top five. Top five cards from Age of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, yeah, so that's that's the end of another episode. A quick reminder, you know, YouTube, blog, blah, 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 all that usual stuff. Like, subscribe, sign up, stuff. Blah. Yeah, all that blah. Um, we'd really appreciate it if you did. That is it. There's absolutely nothing else to say. No, we are done. We're done. Absolutely. We'll be back in two weeks, folks. So in the meantime, I've been Chris, aka True Mr. Six. And I've been Andy, aka <laughs> Another one for Teach. <laughs> Alright, see you later, folks. Bye bye. What does the sharky after being to the dentist? I don't know. What does the sharky after being to the dentist? The dentist. <laughs> <laughs>